take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. It's an every other week thing now. (laughs) Sometimes we get a countdown, sometimes we don't. When when I wasn't here... Ron's the bad luck countdown. I was going to say, when I'm not here and there was a countdown? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, Tom. Maybe you're the bad luck. Missed all kinds of of shit last week. You would have enjoyed last week's episode with some of the fucking shit Potsy was talking about. (laughs) That would have been right up your... Dude, we'd have been here for three hours with the two of them talking. Yeah. Yeah, was that yeah. bad? No, oh, it was disgusting. Maybe we'll do like a New Year's Eve type thing. Ooh. Uh, uh, he's say nothing for sure, though. He's, he's, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's as into the gross shit as you are. Oh, that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. Yeah, we also talked about the show that we went to and, um, and the technical you, difficulties. Your displeasure. It wasn't just me. Yeah. Half the people in there. Oh, it wasn't half. Oh, man, Didn't that shit sounded down. nightmarish. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> of course you did. Yeah. My, my, uh, well, first, before we go back into that, we are from the pit. I am Frank, joined by Mike, Ron, Ron, and Ron's Phil. actually here. Woo! <laughs> Whole gang's here. It's awesome. Hasn't happened in a little bit. Yeah. Well, I meant to say, uh... My favorite line being when I went back outside uh, to see you. And your exact words, you're like, nothing about that was pleasant. And which my response is, that's the point. Who did you say? <laughs> that's the point. <coughs> who, who did you say? Oh, dude, the name is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what I said last week. It's a fucking horror oh, scene. Will yeah, oh, it's... Other. If, it, it's fucking ridiculous. Their music, still... their music wasn't what bothered me. It was the I know it was the. Um, I know you don't like the tone. Um, no, it was the decibels. That was it purely. <laughs> How loud they were playing? No, when it broke and it got like oppressive. Well, I think that what happened when it quote unquote broke is I think it fixed itself. I don't. I think it was think... broken. It, everything was illegible to the point that they like didn't they literally get shut down? No, I thought I you came know. out and said that they got shut down because they were too loud. I don't know if they like someone came up to him and was like telling him like you need to turn it down. Well, yeah, and I think it was like last song or maybe maybe another song left, but well, yeah. Whatever. But the name was goddamn. I didn't fucking say, it, but it was like Tolet Ulatum or something like that. I see. Yeah, it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was a. <laughs> I don't know. When they're setting up, and I see him plugging his bass into a guitar amp, and I'm just like, "All right, I've done that before. I'm okay with this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, who, uh, who else played tonight? Like, like what else? Um, what else? It, the whole show was a shit show. So we got there, what, around? We got there at a little after 8. Because yeah. it was starting at 8. Right. Um, It didn't start till 9 or a little after. Um, Which was Coastal Plain. They were good. 
awesome. Yo, the bassist in that band, I did know him. You said that. Um, we had seconds giving at his house once. That's awesome. We were never invited back. Jeff Hill, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, uh, they weren't happy with us. They weren't. Uh, they weren't ready for for they, the heathen they nature. Were not ready for yeah, the heathen nation. They couldn't. Um, but yeah, that was obviously more than that, like atmospheric side. It was real good. Yeah, I went back. Like even their band camp, totally worth checking out. Yes. Um, the the two bands at the end. Sadly, we didn't get to see because I had work early as fuck in the morning, but. And by the time, yeah, what? By the time the second band came on, it was what, like ten? Close. Yeah, yeah, it had to be close to ten. Because I feel like we got out of there around eleven, and that was. I thought only, it was a little after. Might have been, might have been left at eleven, and you know that was second band in. Like ten thirty ish, closer to when they went on, because there was a lot of time in between acts. The whole, I'm pretty sure the whole Injustice for All album played in between the first and second band. Amongst other songs. <laughs> at least they did that. Did I tell you about what happened at Punk Rock Bowling? Um, in between fresh. in between sets, they played the same four Iron Maiden songs all day. <laughs> all day. Oh, no, we got some King Diamond and shit. I was oh, nice. Drunk. Yeah. I mean, I love Maiden, but the just... They have they have a, a, a huge, huge catalog, huge catalog, and you can't go wrong. For the most part, no. And they just, <laughs> just the same four songs. I ever thought I'd get tired Run of Twenty Two Acacia Avenue. That, that was one of them. Number of the Beast, Twenty Two Acacia Avenue, and I can't remember the latest. Oh my, was it Holiday Bell? name? It's probably another Number of the Beast song. Yeah, I'm almost positive it was. I just don't remember which one. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I never, I never in my life thought I'd get tired of hearing Iron Maiden, but they did it. They, they did <laughs> Congratulations. it. Congratulations! One fucking day, they did it. Oh uh, well, another week has gone by. So, Phil, how how was your week? Um, it's good. Went last night to see H two O. Do the uh, 20th anniversary of their debut album. Jesus. Yeah, it's Jesus pretty wild, man. Right. Damn. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I figured you'd be there. I uh, saw that it was H2O and Wisdom. Yeah, I'm not going to miss that. I, it, it's unfortunate that I missed the other opening bands. Um, Vision was playing their last show. Uh, the fuck else was it? I think fucking Nation of Wolves and um, Reason to Fight opened. Uh, missed all of them because I was working, closed the shop half an hour early, uh, just to make it there, but, uh, wisdom fucking killed it, because it's wisdom, that's just what they fucking do. I, uh, until we were talking about earlier, I forgot that that show was last night, so instead I was playing magic like a nerd. (laughs) (laughs) Getting your shit pushed in. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Hey. You don't remember me? That's oh, you will. Mm. You will, bitch. Just remember that technicality. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you missed the good one, man. Ugh. But 
Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, really. it's the show for rent for this week. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of those things I uh I remembered from my last week, so that's <laughs> good. Remembered something this time around. Nice. Yeah. Uh I'll go on with my week. I work at a grocery store and it's Thanksgiving week. That's hey. how my week is going. So it was pleasant and everybody was in a great mood. You know, everyone talks about the joy of the holiday season and how everyone's so much more friendlier, and you're actually pieces of fucking shit. Yep. Every one of you, <laughs> if you go to a grocery store and you put your cart anywhere besides, like, at your body, fuck yourself. That That's how that goes. Other than that, though, my week has been lovely. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. How about you, Mike? Well... It was good. I mean, can't really complain. I uh, listened to another decent episode from Into the Combine, and they their new episode cataloged all of the all seven mm-hmm. uh, Black Dahlia murder albums. Nice. Like it was cool because they all ranked it according to how they liked each of the seven. And um, shout out to Unhollowed. Yeah, we re- <laughs> we really got to check into our ability to like play little clips of music. Because I'm pretty positive, yeah, the Justice Show does, they do, we might be able to, and that definitely adds a little bit of, like, uh, depth to the listening, you know what I mean? Kind of have examples on the spot. But anyway, that's what they were doing, it gave me a chance to kind of get, like, a scattershot of all of uh, the Black Dahlia murder, and... um, The stick has officially been passed and removed from my ass, and... You know, Thank I'm gonna start fuck. picking their albums up. I um, I never wait a minute. Them. Where where was your issue with the Black Dolly? I never had an issue with them. I just didn't actively like them. He was uh, kind of like blah about them. Yeah, yeah, passive. Oh, okay. I was very passive, but I liked that video that we've talked about. What mm-hmm. was that one? Called? Uh, everything went black. Yeah, and which um, is just a creep show. Yeah. Uh, so like I appreciated what they did. I just thought it all kind of bled into the same sort of sound. But now that we've been doing so much thrash and and death metal and black metal, it doesn't sound bland. So <laughs> what I always liked about um, me and my buddy Kevin always like about like Black Dahlia Murder is you you put on an album, you just listen to it usually straight through, and then you're kind of like, all right, I'm good on Black Dahlia Murder right now because of kind of like is an assault plus i really i'm starting to come around to the vocals like oh so good again never really an explicit problem but now i really like the almost black metal highs Mm -hmm. and then the the lows are just acceptable it's not good or bad it's uh i would call it um the fuck just basic yeah yeah like but the highs are so good and it 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 flavors the i I don't know where you would really pigeonhole them Mm -hmm. like or what they're considered I would essentially say it's like to me the closest thing is I wouldn't be able to genre them, but like they remind me of At the Gates, like the next step, mm-hmm. or the next step from Darkest Hour. Like I don't, what is that? Thr- that's not thrash, right? Well, they have a bunch of elements going into themselves because okay. they're like Black Dahlia has at times like death metal elements, but then they have thrash elements, and it's it's a but good that, time. That fast, punchy metal that doesn't stray too far away like they're they're really like galloping on that tempo mm-hmm. 
anyway. So I've been listening to a bunch <laughs> of the Black Dahlia. Um, <coughs> kind of doing my normal diving in the band camp on Sunday for hours. Um, pulled some cool things up we'll talk about later. Um, nothing else relevant. I do have to mention that uh, one of my uh, friends on time, he, he also was in the Black Dahlia murder. He was talking to someone that he worked with because he found out they liked metal. Well, apparently, though, he started talking about Black Dahlia murder, and his coworker's like, hmm, I don't really like them. My buddy was talking to me in the car about this, and my first response was, well, there are assholes in this world. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was kind of where I was sitting um, before recently where it was like they seem like a cool group of dudes that mm -hmm. write music that doesn't outright offend me so i'd rather say nothing than i got you talk shit but now it's like you know i'll count myself as one of the fans mm. i i'm either gonna start at um unhallowed was their third album uh no wasn't on Un unhallowed was their nocturnal nocturnal is the third so That's I might a good start one. there and then kind of scatter shot, maybe hit Deflurit. Def mm -hmm. Oh, and uh, uh, Unhallowed's the first. That's that's my baby. I know. But uh, oh yeah, mm, this is good enough time as any <laughs> to talk about this. <laughs> Where are we going? Oh, wait a minute. So time I, from what, was this going to be sexy? Kind of. But All right. Not, oh, not really. Um, I watched until we. You had, like, a look on your face. Ron had a look on his face of, like, oh, no. There's, <laughs> there's a bit of... There's a black metal documentary that I watched. Mm -hmm. um, Until the oh Light boy. Takes Us. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was mostly from the perspective of Fenris and Varg. Kind of bouncing back and <laughs> forth between the two of them. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it was fine that was fine it did what it needed to it gave me a, a good and clear picture of those two guys and like how they divert like how black metal sort of diverged down two paths yeah Vark can eat a dick yeah and there I mean and there's still that sort of black metal out there and he panders to an audience and so after watching the documentary I watched a few of Varg's YouTube uploads those is this is this hilarious. how you is this how you ended up finding out about him writing a fucking role playing game a Nazi role playing game? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my frog. <laughs> my. I don't like, want to live on this planet anymore. My mythical fantasy and rog role playing game. Ron, like, he this literally shit. Just took I mean, it really doesn't surprise me, but no, no I mean he's a should, fucking yeah, Nazi, exactly. But like. You, th this shit is, it's shit, it's not even. I almost like, want to play it to see how in depth they got, like see how technical the play no, no, no. system is. No, to be like Mike mentioned this, and I was like, I just started joking around, but like, and then we used our magical powers to drive out the Outlanders. And he's like, no, that's <laughs> actually you get points for that. No, you get. Oh yeah, there, it's it's really like. So yeah, oh my like God, anybody that's just... ever played D and D. Knows anybody that's ever played a tabletop role playing game knows a few things. Did did you did you send this link to Ron? I sent. I'm gonna I, send it to him now, so Ron. We, I'm gonna send this to you. We have to recreate that. Group. Shit's unbelievable. Um, that group to like 
text everybody because that's kind of how I auto text all you guys. But um, we should do it through Facebook. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. Anyway. All right. So in the world <laughs> of tabletop games, you've got on one spectrum for the really tedium, um, like guys that really like to do tedious shit. There's D and D. There's Dungeons and Dragons. It's it's got a lot of tables and charts when you want to do simple actions. It takes a long time to get through like mundane scenes. And then there's World of Darkness and other games where they kind of pull back on the charts and all the rules and all the dice rolls and kind of go for more of a story-based experience. So Varg decided, I guess, to make a brutal D&D style game in the sense that if you thought D&D had a lot of charts... Just wait. Just wait. Feel the totalitarian (laughs) power of my charts. And since it is supposed to be based in a Varg-tinged Scandinavian mythology, the closer to a Scandinavian that your race is in the start of the game, the more prowess your character eventually has. Because the dark-skinned outlanders... Called darklings. Called darklings. And weaklings. There's there's two there's two dark skinned outlanders, the darklings and the weaklings. Well the weaklings aren't strictly dark uh weaklings aren't strictly dark skinned because people have theorized that they're the, the, the Jewish Jewish protagonists. Oh. Or, or I, I don't know. You, you you read more of this than I did. Oh, uh, it was at it a was certain delightful. point I just vomited. <laughs> so <laughs> So Yeah, it's fucking horrendous. But yeah. this is his way of educating his children. He's also been teaching them English uh, by, with the use of like fully automatics. Like he he teaches them English through gun talk. So he's, they know how to talk about guns in English. Yeah, he's yeah. just he's just raising little fucking neo Nazis. Yep, that's scary. Yeah, it's fucking shit. So back. is he out of jail? Is that where he's putting all those? Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's been out. There. Yeah, he looks like fucking shit. <laughs> Compared to Fenris, he looks like garbage. Like he's an old man now. Yeah, an angry, angry old man. That's what he is—angry old man with a lot of guns. Hey, he's got—he's got some balls too, because he talks about Euronymous like he's still trying to convince everyone that it wasn't a shit thing to do. I mean, anyway, uh, yeah, I went a little. Well, too I guess he—I guess he, into those videos. Well, to be fair, like he already. <laughs> Did the, the, did time the time for his right. crime, so he can and he kinda... learned not a goddamn thing. No, I'm saying so he can still say whatever the fuck he wants because mm-hmm. they can't. Oh, you've been talking about it. We're gonna charge you for the murder again. Like they don't. So, you know, mm. further painting that picture for me to understand black metal. <laughs> that was it is. Uh, I, I'm. I'm. It's good to hear you're still looking into shit, though, man. I I never expected you to to stumble across that documentary, so that's a good one. Yeah, it it was definitely really good. I mean, Fenris pops in, pops up all over the place. Like, I mean, Dark Throne's still doing shit, right? Uh, I haven't checked recently, but I know they were doing like cross shit, um, for a while. But I know like Fenris even has a I forget the exact quote. But in that, uh, like, picture book I have, he pretty much says something along the lines of, like, sadly, there's this very, like, childish self-centeredness about the the black metal scene. And that's, I guess, kind of why he was like, meh. Yeah. I'm kind of done with this. Yeah. 
Well, hmm. barring any other random thoughts, that was my week. Ron. Uh. Yeah, we haven't seen you since you had to up and leave suddenly. Yes. Everything cool there? Yeah, no, everything's good. Um, brother's fine. Uh, last week, last week, week, I I saw some bands and stuff. Nothing metal. <laughs> was it a hippie festival? <laughs> uh, no, I saw. No, they I like feel like this is how you describe every Caspian show. Caspian and to. the Appleseed cast. You saw or, Caspian? Yes. Cool. Um, good music, but not something I really think I'd go go to another show for. Caspian's post rock, right? Yeah, it's just very. It's, oh, he it's, hated it. it. No, no, it's just way too ambient for like yeah. an hour and a half to be standing there like dead still, no one dancing or moving. Just right. like maybe if I were on the right, I don't know psychedelics or something like that it might be enjoyable but i totally feel you on that yeah like even a lot of shit that i like i just i can't like it it was good but like like i'm sitting there listening to it and i'm a musician so i'm like looking for like who's playing what to try and like hone in on something and it's like they the guy's yelling into the microphone and i don't hear anything and you know, you got four guitar players, and there's a dude in the back who's sitting down. I'm not sure if he's playing synth or... Ron, my boy, if you yeah. want to go see a good post-rock act, hope uh, Godspeed comes around soon. Sure. Um, but he's other than that, going. I was listening to... One sec, I'm trying to remember the band name. Sam... Samsora Blues Experiment. Sam... Si- Sarah, sorry. Blues Experiment. Hold on, run that through one more time. Just Sam Sarah. S-A-M-S-A-R-A, all one word. Blues Experiment. Okay. And I was listening to their album, uh, Long Distance Trip. It's, it's good. It's just like stonery, laid back kind of stuff. 14 is minute it? songs. There's there's a song in there that is 48 minutes. So. Stonery. <laughs> stonery. <laughs> okay. Or stoner, stoner metal. Stoner metal. Okay. Yeah. Like, like blues with a touch of metal. Not quite okay. the other way around. You know. Um, Fair so, enough. So, um, Really cool stuff, really chill, chill, you know, lighter joint kind of shit. And I did something else. I checked out the um, Anti Citizen too. Yeah, um, they're pretty good. I liked them. I liked the the what's the word I'm looking for. I like the fucking initiative because there's only they're not everybody. I like the DIY approach <coughs> to things. I like I, the the I, the, I, the I, we have songs here, let's fucking do them ourselves mentality. I dig that and I and I really appreciate the enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of mm-hmm. no, like I mean, man, I mean, it it's it's definitely like um it it's 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 the early shit. So, I mean, there's definitely potential there. And uh, if you guys do listen, like, yeah, keep I it f- up. Keep going for it. <laughs> I fucks with this just because it reminds me of the shit that me and my friends were doing when we were, like, teenagers oh, and, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Fu- yeah, no, it was dope. So, hey, I, I love mean, hearing shit like that. Yeah, You know, anti-citizen, keep, keep doing your shit. Don't let everybody, anybody fucking tell you otherwise. Yeah, um, no, I agree with that. Just pull the vocals back in the mix a little bit. <laughs> That's all. Um... I don't know. Other than that, I kind of have a bum week. I've been watching some new TV shows and shit, but that's about it. I've been trying to that. trying to to keep myself, you know, from from going on and on about uh, God Emperor Trump. So <laughs> we've been watching Gordon Ramsay uh, bitch people for their shitty hotels. Oh wow! <laughs> I love Hotel Hell. Yeah, I just love. Gordon I'm, Ramsay. I'm yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a diehard. Yeah. Like I've seen just about every single thing that man's ever done. 
Uh, if you haven't watched Gordon Ramsay's Boiling Point yet, I strongly suggest doing so. Is it on? Is it streaming? You can find it on YouTube. It was like the first TV thing he ever did, because he was like, this is when he first broke through, was going for like his fucking uh, third Michelin star, all that shit. Good shit. Word. Yeah. Yeah, huge, huge Gordon Ramsay mark. <laughs> yeah, no, but that was pretty much my week. Oh, checked out the new Top Gear, too. Oh, it was well, so fucking it's good. It's called the Grand Tour now. Yeah. And their budget's like double or triple what it was. Which they spent a <laughs> fifth, I think a fifth of their budget in just the like, opening How sequence. How much was it? Twelve? Yeah. Because they get seven million an episode. Oh, is that how it? I think that's what I read. And yeah, they went through twelve in the first episode. <laughs> yeah, I hear the uh, I hear the the BBC is already um, really upset with themselves for letting them go. I what did bet. they think was that was like their money maker? It was. Is wasn't that their main export, Britain? That was Probably their highest. That was the highest watched show on the BBC. Isn't the highest watched show in the world? It could be. There's a good possibility. It's got some amazing stats, but the new show's slamming and fucking their loss. It's their chemistry. Yeah. Like, that. they're funny. Like, those three well, together. Said it before. I mean, the American Top Gear and what is it, the, the Australian or whatever? Mm-hmm. It's just not that good. Well, well and the American one I still find enjoyable, but, like... They'd have done better if they didn't call it Top Gear. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Uh... And then as far as the, the them trying to fucking do a season of Top Gear without them bringing in what's-his-face from fucking Friends. Oh, Joey. Yeah. <laughs> he's a And he's the only one who lasted. The other fucking... The other guy quit. Yeah. The dude from Friends, apparently... Uh, fuck, I forget his name. Oh, Matt LeBlanc. Yeah, he's a, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a big car dude, actually. Like, go figure. Yeah, but, from what I hear, he actually got the better response out of the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, well, both the, of them the other dude. are yeah. car nuts. It's just, you know, it wasn't it wasn't Jeremy, Richard, and James. Like, Yeah. Oh, boy. <coughs> Let's see. We got any other little things to talk about? Do we? Huh? I'm going to take oh. a look. <laughs> I might want to... Bring up something that uh, oh. I was talking about. Oh, what? sorry. Oh, oh no, it's okay. Go check it. What? Oh, oh no. Yeah. Yeah. So um, whether you're a fan or not, um, lead singer Michael from I Hate God desperately needs help. Oh yeah, fuck. Ah, this is a fucking bummer. It is a bummer. I know. This is a um, huge bummer. I've been familiar with I Hate God for years now. and Not the hugest fan, but I know tons of people really are. And Barring all that, not that's not even the goddamn point. He's got cirrhosis. So, um, his his life's been pretty public as far as, you know, his, uh, his low points. So, you know, the doctor said pretty much if he doesn't get a new one, that he's not going to make it too long. He's, from what I remember, been in the hospital since October. Early-ish October. Oof. So, um, I bl- uh, the crowdfunding's up as about as high as 15 grand. So, you know, if you got a few dollars, it's to, you know, feel charitable around the holiday season. 
I'm sure it could help. I mean, it's it's I hate God for fuck's sake. Like, if you got three dollars, anything. There's there's enough of us out there who are fucking fans that if we all contribute a couple bucks, we should be able to hit it. I mean, fuck, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So. Yep. Ah. Anyway, Frank, sorry to cut you off. It's all right. Um, Well, I I, I will say this real quick before we move on from that, man. We've lost so many fucking icons in 2016. Yeah. Yeah. We've been been granted an opportunity to try and help stopping the loss of another one. So, you know, anyone who listens. Dude's got a family. Mm Mm-hmm. Ah, fuck. So, what I was going to go on about, um, so obviously, uh, me and Phil are always going on about our beer and, uh, album, uh, pairings. So, uh, one of my friends is aware of this, he sent me an article where there was a study done that's showing that actually, uh, what, what music you listen to helps how you perceive the taste in things. Like, pretty much, like, I'm pretty sure the way the study worked was they would give a person coffee, a, a series of coffees, and to rank them one from one through ten as far as bitterness. Mm. And they noticed when there was more low frequencies, uh, it would seem bitter to, to the people. But when there was playing something with more of a, a higher pitch, it would seem sweeter. <coughs> even though it's actually the same thing. So they were giving them like the same coffee, playing different music. And yes. Then, uh, yeah. Um, that's pretty fucking wild. Right? Uh, who'd have thunk it? Well, actually, apparently not just us, uh, because I don't know if you heard about this shit. Uh, but... There will be a decibel metal and beer fest. Well, like oh oh yeah, like, 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 a, like every, a beer fest with metal. Playing. Every fucking brewery in like the Philly area is gonna be involved and listen to this shit, dude. It's uh, it's two days. One day the fucking headliners are sleeping municipal waste. Oh wow! Oh the my second god! Day, the second day. The headliners are agora, or uh, fucking agoraphobic nosebleed and pig destroyer. What? Yo, yo, are tickets on sale? <laughs> they are on sale now. I think. Where is this? I it'll be. Listening. Uh, it'll be at the Fillmore in Philadelphia, uh, Saturday and Sunday, April twenty second and twenty third. Uh, oh, how much shit. tickets? I'm looking into that right now. Um. Oh, Krieg will be there. Shut the fuck yeah. up! Uh, as well as Immolation, Withered, Chemist. Uh, oh, wow. Well. Fucking Krieg! Uh, Chemist. Let's see. I, I still have to listen to that Krieg split. Oh, my God, you do? Like, oh, they're so good. <sighs> Trying to find ticket prices right now. Uh... Oh, here we go. Let's look up the two-day tickets. I hope these aren't outrageous. They probably will be. Yeah. 
It's the Fillmore. It is looking like. Oh, why is my phone's being a pain in the ass? Damn you, technology! Damn you to hell! I know, I know. Hold it's going to the fucking satellite and back. Give it a minute. I I know. In the words of Louis C.K. <laughs> I know that. I think that if it took two months, it would still be amazing. <laughs> Pull it up now. Ooh, two date tickets are one hundred and forty-four fifty. Holy fuck, my ass! No, to be fair though, um, when you go to just like a beer fest, you're usually looking at like fifty bucks. Yeah. Um. So you're doing two days of that. So you're already at hundred, and then you're getting a whole shit ton and of that, bands. It's fair. You're it's getting completely... a shit ton of bands, and you're not gonna be paying for beer once you're in there. Right. Gotta pray those tickets make it a couple months. Ah, uh, yeah. Because I'm I gonna mean, need to if wait I a little while. I have to settle for single day, which I may. Uh, I, I, I'm not gonna continue looking up prices right now. Yeah. No, I, I wouldn't I would... mind just going to Sunday. Cause that's or no, actually, I think I'd rather make. Pig oh, destroyer. Okay. Oh, okay, I got those days mixed up. One day's agoraphobic nosebleed and municipal waste. The other day's sleep and pig destroyer. Uh, Personally, I'd rather see agoraphobic nosebleed. I want to see Krieg. They're playing the same day as agoraphobic nosebleed. Ooh. So. <laughs> Damn it! I want to see pig destroyer so bad. Pig destroyer is awesome, but agoraphobic nosebleed has played like four times. Really? Yeah. They didn't fucking play live. Oh, so that name did. is literal. They didn't play live until they did Maryland Death Fest like a year ago. What? They've been around for like ever though. Yeah, because that shit's fucking impossible to pull off live. Oh, true. Yeah. Okay. Fair. <laughs> so, oh. that's crazy shit. I, that's, that's on my list of my backlog. I gotta buy that, their sludge album. Albums, album, yeah. Uh, I just listened to that again recently. I can't remember what it's called. And of course, Frank just walked out of the room before I told him really good news that he's gonna want to hear because I'm not sure if he's aware of it yet. But I'm not folks. telling you off mic. I want your reaction on the fucking microphone. So uh, I'm sure you guys remember lamenting <laughs> the uh, the nails hiatus. Oh, I was wondering was, if yeah, it was gonna be long term. Um, apparently, it's it's not gonna be very long term at all because Nails just did a split with Full of Hell. Sure, three song <laughs> split available online right now. What um, is it on Bandcamp? Closed casket. Uh, I'm not sure. I know they have it. I they I'm have it on right SoundCloud. Now. But if you just look up Nails Full of Hell split, you'll find it. Oh. Alright, uh, uh, yeah, sorry. We're I all forget. looking around on Bandcamp now, furiously. I forget where, but I believe Nails is also doing some performances in the near future. Uh, so, if you happen to miss them before, don't miss them this time, because God knows they may just decide to be done again. Um, is this... Came out December 2nd? Uh... Yeah, because as Nails no longer under your control, full of health, irradiant, garrote exposed... Yep, that's it. And there we go. 
So there's some shit. I'm sorry. I am uh, I am uh, purchasing uh, <laughs> this right now. You're just buying it immediately. Yes. Yeah, God. Yes. <laughs> why? Why would I not? Well, there you go. If anyone ever questioned whether or not we purchase music, <laughs> there's there's things you do not uh, you don't wait for. <laughs> I mean, it's not going anywhere. You'd still be able to buy it after recording. <laughs> I know, but I'll forget. Where did you find it on Bandcamp? Yes, I did. It's like a, typing in full of hell and nails. I had to scroll down through like six or seven things before it actually, you know. Well, yeah, because there's seven reports about it. And then. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> All right, glad that's done. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I was excited to tell you about that one. It sucks because the way... I would think the way Bandcamp works, because I'm following Full of Hell, that they should have emailed me. Yeah, but I, it was probably uploaded on the closed casket. I think... Because like, the title for like the, the artist was Split. Yeah. God damn it. I found it. See? <laughs> As right on. That's that was a mixed fucking news bag. Yeah, Jesus. I got. I mean, there's technically more, but uh, uh sure. What what else is there? Let's see what do we got? Oh, <clears throat> the super fucking group. Oh my the super yeah. fucking group. I couldn't. Uh, I could, but it would be hard to make me more excited. That we've got Jacob Bannon and Kurt Blue from Converge. Mike McKenzie of the Red Cord and Stomach Earth, uh, Sean Martin, X Hate Breed, and I guess current Twitching Tongues, as well as uh, Chris Maggio from Sleigh Bells and Trap Them and Coliseum. That's fucking ridiculous. It is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's fucking. What is this group called? They're called Wear Your Wounds. Um, their debut album will be released on Death Wish, April seventh. Awesome. Do they have anything up? Like any any tracks? Uh, I don't believe so. Um, oh, I'll run through Google, make absolute sure. But yeah, I so mean that's that's some shit I need to hear. Seriously. Um. Other than that, there is an Iron Reagan single off a dying wait. It's called A Dying World, off, okay. cro off Crossover Ministry. And again, that'll be out February 3rd. Oh, nice. Yeah. And Protest the Heroes, uh, Bandcamp, uh, like, uh, subscription CD mm -hmm. is now released for purchase. For, like, the whole thing? Pacific Myth. Yeah. You can just, like, buy it now. Yeah. So. That's cool too. Um, I I enjoy Protest the Hero. As do I. Just tasty. It is. Um, it is. <laughs> so that was that was my strictly news. Cool. I think that's the most uh, the most organized uh, news segment has been since uh, since we switched from the YouTube format. <laughs> <laughs> It was good, though. It was a nice in-between. Didn't have that ridiculously structured feel that the uh, 
that the videos are used to. Yeah. Did yeah, didn't seem like a bunch of bitchy suits. <laughs> yeah, I always felt very stiff, man. We were always trying to pack it out with dumb shit like the fucking dude from Poison selling tickets to his wedding. Remember uh, that shit? That like I don't want to talk about that. Mm, fucking, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Cat interruption. We cat. haven't had drive-by hip-hop interruptions in a while. No. no, it's been two weeks. Yeah, I don't know. It's been a little while. Uh, it's too cold. <laughs> it uh, hasn't been cold until actually today. Mm-hmm. Today has been good. good. Which? Good, yeah. Which will bring us on to... Uh, one of my favorite segments. Time for that uh, brutal bruise. <sighs> yeah. Oh, just a second. Yeah, hold on. I'll, I'll hold my <laughs> mic up to that. There we go. While you guys are getting into that, I got one quick comment. I know we all pretty much have uniform feelings on our current uh, Godlord, but never mind. I really want a soundboard. For for when he says wrong, 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 it just slays me. We need I'm a, done. We need a, a God Emperor uh, soundboard. Bless you, bless you, Editor Monkey. Get on that. We need a Trump soundboard. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad about that. Yeah, there's there's one <laughs> thing you can't deny about Trump. It's that he's fucking entertaining. <laughs> Certainly entertaining. All right, so on to. Pairing. Ah, yes. I don't know why I was about to sit that down like a dummy. Well, start with the, uh, as we were saying, it's, it was cold today. It was fucking frigid and windy. Yeah. That was the real kicker. Yeah. And. Yeah, windy like all damn day. That made me. Still windy. <laughs> that made me very happy. I, I enjoy, uh, the coming of winter. I enjoy the cold. I and know you do. The shorter days. Sick fuck. Coming all over your face. Mmm. Mmm. So, to go to go along with winter's coming, I decided to throw on Cradle of Filth's Dusk in Her Embrace. One of their uh, earlier albums. So it, what? Their second album, right? It's weird because they had some like maybe second full album. Oh, but okay. they had a lot of like EPs and yeah. demos and weird yeah, like, shit like that before. Was it like Total Fucking Darkness, Vampire, all those like. Fair enough. Um, yeah, on that, like, I'm I'm not a big Cradle of Filth guy, uh, and it was it's funny because uh, you know it's their modern image has just become so much of what I think of when I think of Cradle of Film, mm-hmm. and it just doesn't leave a good taste in my mouth. No, so, it doesn't. You texted me today, and you were like, I'm thinking of, for the beer pairing, you know, doing this album. I was like, ah, it's listen to fucking Cradle of Filth. Like, seriously. I, and then uh, I, I threw it on, and I was like, oh, yeah, they didn't always suck. Like, this was good. <laughs> yeah, like, this is actually really good. When... When I was first listening to them, especially now I'm like that, at the same time, like, I was really starting to get into black metal. I was also always listening to a lot of Iron Maiden. And to me, Cradle, at least their early stuff, was just black and Iron Maiden. That's, and, that's not, un- yeah, I mean, that's pretty fair. And this, what I love on this album is, once again, it captures, like, a cold feeling. 
especially with their like melodic bits. It, yeah, yeah, I can definitely agree with that. Um, yeah, very, man, it, it just very uh more of a raw recording too. It was, it was definitely raw, and you know what? It, it's funny because I had forgotten so much what their their earlier work sounded like, and um, when it got to certain points in the album, I was like, oh yeah, like. It reminds me of, like, Theater of Tragedy and all that sort of shit. Like, that, like, they go from doing the, like, sort of blackened shit to the real, like, gothy sort of shit. Right. But, like, in a good way. Like, they they're, hadn't yet been, like, tainted by Hot Topic. And they're, like, I fucking always love their transitions. Like, they, they know how to do, like, I feel like as far as songwriting goes, they can put shit together really well. They really can. And I, I had honestly completely forgotten. Yeah, like I, I, I kind of, I really dig that this was your choice for this week because it's given me, uh, it's given me a new respect for their early work. I was gonna say what you're saying about their new stuff being just god awful, and I'm in agreement with you. That was one of like, it was around when I was in high school. That was like one of my biggest like heartbreaks was watching them just crumble, and I was like, but, but no, I, I love them. <laughs> you doing all right over there, Ron? Yeah, I'm good. This. Okay. <laughs> so he's tripping out, man. <laughs> to 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 go along with this this chilling epic album. Yeah, we've got a uh, Flying Dogs Canine, which is their winter warmer. What constitutes a winter warmer? Pretty much, it's it's more on the maltier side. Is it spicier? Yes. Um, to be exact, this is uh, brewed with cardamom, vanilla bean, and cocoa. Cardamom? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> oh. Just a overall nice, like... Nice, nice full body beard for the for the cold weather. Okay. Yeah, I dig it. I always like winter warmers, and it's mm-hmm. uh, it's another one of those things that you don't see a whole lot of them. I feel like in the last year or so, they've become slightly more popular. But yeah, they're well as the craft beer entry grows, more and more styles that before were kind of a rarity are gonna pop up more. Luckily. Yeah, it works. It mm-hmm. works with that album. Mm-hmm. Uh, you caught me by surprise this week with that one, man. That's this why is... I also wanted to, like... That's why I had to send you the text, because I was like... Whew. He, uh... I didn't want to, uh, like... I fucking hate this. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it a fair shot, though. I did, and, uh... And it actually, uh... Was it a good surprise this time? Yeah, you know, because it's one of those things. Like I, like, I remember now there being a time when I didn't hate them, but I've just hated them for so long that it was like, no, I, I com- forgot about their, I forgot about them being decent. Yeah, that it happens. <laughs> yeah, it does. You no, know, the last time I threw on an old Metallica album. 
that it's a similar uh, notion. Yeah. What when there's constantly better options? <laughs> All right. Easy there. Yeah. I'm sorry. With, I haven't said anything. In a while. With <laughs> with going in that direction, <clears throat> what we will say is, if you don't already have Dusk and Her Embrace by Cradle of Filth, pick it up. Pick up a sixer of Flying Dogs K9, and enjoy the two in unison. I do need to run through that album myself. You do. Mm. Um, I've tried many a times with you. Oh, no, I just always forget. Like, it's not like, you know, it's probably similar to Black Dahlia. I might find that I like those first couple albums. You know, it's, it's funny, too. I think it was it was last week. I just, like, while we were waiting for everything, um, I threw on a couple Lionheart songs. Oh, man. I, that, and that, fucking, uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Mike is like, this is Lionheart. Why didn't you tell me to listen to him? Well, that was sarcastic. I, <laughs> I knew you. <laughs> no, I knew you I've did. Been showing up in, the, in their hoodie for since Tsunami Fest. Like, yeah, no, I really need to. One. I was thinking about that before the show started. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, I remember. Uh, I think I put on uh, "Haunted Shores," which is the last song off of "Dusk and Her Embrace." What's the one where they where he really talks about like? Uh, Satan and stuff, like in depth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a lot of their like Dante's Inferno. Oh, um, Damnation in a Day. Yeah, yeah. I read a long article about that, and it was actually really interesting. No, that album's awesome. That was like, that was great wording. You, you sounded like one of those like fucking news reporters who didn't know anything about metal. What, 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 what is that album called? Where they talk about Satan. <laughs> The, the devil Beelzebub <laughs> old scratch where where I was trying to go with, I put on a song and it had one of the ones that put the lyrics up and for anyone who's not listened to early cradle filth it's it's an abrasive uh, vocal style and so you're sitting there reading the lyrics you're like like this is like poetry and it's wasted on what he's doing <laughs> I said that? Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you're, you're exact words. You're like, why bother? <laughs> oh, okay. I remember now. That real screechy stuff. Yes. Okay. And because that, of that what was... That was Dusk and Her Embrace? That was from that album, yeah. That hmm. was the last song. That'll be difficult. <laughs> I'll try it. I mean, I'll try it. Nah, believe me, that, that fucking... That album is so versatile. Like mm-hmm. there's there's it's there's so many styles in there, okay. And um, and Frank really, he's absolutely right. Their transitions are fantastic. They, even that's one of the things that got me into them. I like, liked their symphonic quality. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I was really digging about. Uh, An- Anal Nathrek. Oh yeah, they're so good. Their cleans aren't 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 that great, but so that's anal that- neck thrasher. <laughs> it's, dude, it's so good. It really is. <laughs> it's also what you liked about uh, Dimu, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It was like, it was that cool contrast all the time of like the really perfect like symphonic qualities and the really dark, harsh vocals and the sweet guitar. Mm-hmm. So what has everybody been listening to this week? Ron, 
I already said mine. Sam <laughs> Blue. Oh, yeah, yeah, Rob Blue. He's like, he's like I said my bit. I'm done. I'm right? done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't pay like, me. <laughs> he's just like, this is my week. This is what I listen to. Now I'm going to sleep. <laughs> For the dabs. <laughs> Do the dab. Nah, um. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever I've been listening to. Um, I have not been listening to anything metal pretty much in like the last <laughs> month. I was about I've been to listening say, to Moon Hoops gonna say and li- fucking RX Bandits and Childish Gambino. Just a mixed bag of moon bullshit. Hooch. Childish awesome. Moon Hooch. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I can't uh, really. Samsara Blues Experiment is probably the closest I'm getting um, to, to metal, to be honest with you. And honestly, fucking check them out. Like, if you like stoner shit, it's good. It's a They have a 43-minute song for you to just lose yourself. Well, yeah, you no, know we love stoner shit. I'm down shit. to check this out. You feel out. me? Um... There's a few other bands too, but I mean, their mm-hmm. names are also impossible to remember because mm-hmm. stoners. I meant to, um, yeah. <laughs> I meant to say with uh, you mentioning Moon Hooch, mm-hmm. uh, Moon Hooch makes me want to dance like a dirty white Yo. boy. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, uh, who was it? Moon Hooch. They did a they did a collabo with. There's like another another group. Oh, it's like a, uh, too many zoos. Too many zoos. It's yep. uh, Moon Zoos. Check yeah, it out. Yeah, Look no, at I it. Have. It's, it is too many zoos is good too. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 But um, so I've been listening to like really weird dancey stuff lately. I don't often get down with brass, but mm-hmm. when I do, it's actually usually streetlight. It's. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say it's to get down the brass tacks. Oh wait. <laughs> Did I say that I saw street? I, I, I'm pretty sure last time I, I was here, I would already seen streetlight. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I already talked about that then. Um. Then yes. yeah, no more um, I saw. I was already. What's your, already what's your thoughts? Caspian Appleseed cast, Caspian's uh, cool. Yeah. But what are your thoughts on Toke? Toke, um, Toke is a very, very talented, highly talented and creative individual who is entirely too up his own ass. Oh, so he's like Mike Patton. Yeah, he he he. he like, well, I love him. Like, but okay. he's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like I, I love him. I love his music. He writes, he writes some damn good shit. Keys be nights is still a jam and will always be. But any, all right. So like, you're, you're, say so you're putting together like your, your final show, right? This is like your band playing their last show ever in your hometown, right? And you, you broke the show up into three nights just so everybody can hear the exact songs that they want, right? But. All of your opening acts are acoustic acts that nobody's ever heard of and are like singing like campfire type jams. It's not even like it's not even like ska. It's like it's like like PC, like in like informing you kind of shit, like, you know, like writing songs about dudes who yell free bird at the at, at shows like like that kind of thing and then Toke comes out and plays a bunch of street like slash catch 22 songs. And then Streetlight comes out and plays with the fool. So like you have you have this very underwhelming beginning. Then you have Toke up here, like, yeah, guess guys, guess what? I wrote all this shit. I wrote these songs. <laughs> these songs are me. I wrote this shit. And then Streetlight comes out and you hear like this you might have heard the same song. Like you might have played like the acoustic, then the full yeah. band. But Toke wanted you to know. Hey, I this is my that. shit. <laughs> None of this shit would happen without me. And he's right. I'll give him that. But you're up, he's up his own ass, yes. Um, but I do like I like the new shit he's putting out now. Is what you're talking about? Oh no, just the concept in general. Because oh, yeah. um, I didn't know it was a thing until uh, driving around with Potts, and mm-hmm. eventually he's like, "Oh yeah, so I really like Toke. It's just dude from bands, and mm-hmm. he does acoustics." And I was like, 
Yeah. What are acoustics? <laughs> Grandpa's Toke on the acoustic is dope, but he is still the weakest. He's the weak link of Streetlight Manifesto as far as music technicality and all that shit goes. Like, he just writes a good ska he, song. He, he he knows how to write like a motherfucker. Yeah. But he's not he's not like a, a crazy shredder like everybody else is on their horns. I, when I saw them do their last show, they played Riding a Fourth Wave, and it's straight up. It's like ska shred metal <laughs> it's ska shred it's just insanity i saw euphonium solo so since we randomly yeah. brought up um mike Patton, i was watching uh james bond a lot this weekend mm-hmm. and, what? Um, <laughs> hold on this is gonna wrap it's around totally in like in like two, i'm excited in to like hear two, how this wraps around two real boring sentences i was watching thunderball and that features a uh yacht called the disco volante and <laughs> flying saucer, Italian for flying saucer. How the fuck did you know that? I know that because on an episode of Top Gear, fucking someone, shit. <laughs> someone, someone took, a, uh, took an, an alpha, and I think it was an alpha, and they like redid the body and made it like this. Okay. It made this perfect Grand Tour car, and they called it a Disco Volante. Oh, okay. So then there's probably almost no relevance to the Mike Patton to the Mr. Bungle album. Disco Volante, because that could just be him knowing Italian. Yes. Because he does. <laughs> so, okay. I guess that's just a quinky dink. Your, smashed your loop. A little quinky dink. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> How's your theory doing, bitch? Yeah, sore? Yeah. Did you bury it yet? You're mourning it? No. It will be. Give it a shallow grip. Yeah. Just leave, grade. leave it out in the ditch. Yeah, just a rock as a headstone. <laughs> <laughs> What have you been listening to, Frank? Oh, what have I been listening to? Well, my week, uh, because of my job and the time of year it is, has been quite hell. So I've not been listening to anything too aggressive. Instead, I've kind of been listening to some some good old, like, more melodic metal that I've been more familiar with. Like uh, a lot of amorphous. uh, Nice. Like Skyforger. Um I've been listening to some Cradle. Uh, so, like, stuff that I can throw on and kind of just relax. Might get a little motivated, but I am, I'm not going to get fired Angry. up. Like, <laughs> I, I put on Meshuggah's new album, and I was committing felonies while driving. So, I was I like, to, off. I need to swing by I Best you Buy and to harsh noise to, do, to unwind. <laughs> Oh yeah, but that—that's his—that's his, that's his that's, sleepy that's, time music. I still—I yeah. still argue that the harsh noise produced <laughs> at that show, candles, you know, it's kind of set the mood. Tub, it's <laughs> a nice, nice glass of fucking. To be fair, if you're gonna below. if you're gonna unwind with harsh noise in the tub, there's also gonna be a toaster that you're yeah, gonna knock in. Exactly. <laughs> well, I was leading up to that. You oh fucking... damn it! Oh, you were going for the fucking. Damn, I wish I didn't ruin that. So we were at that that show with the noise, and we were leaving. We were talking about harsh noise, and you're like, well, I like harsh noise. I'm like, you're partially deaf. That's why the decibel level didn't bother you. Like, I'll admit, like, I felt that, um, which means that it was probably... uh, So the point I was trying to make is that I don't think if we went to a harsh noise show, if that thing exists, that... It does. It would have been at that decibel. Um, it might. I think. I don't know. Because uh, some of the stuff, like when we saw Full Hell in the Body, that was at a, a decent volume. 
I don't think it was at you know that what level though. Of... Yeah, like the 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 oddly enough, I think the most uncomfortably loud band that night was Disciples of Christ. Mm-hmm. Like I think they were just legitimately turned up too high. That's what this scenario was. Yeah, because um, like it, yeah, full of hell in the body was fucking loud, but it was <laughs> like you could hear everything. Disciples of Christ, the part like is that I name remember, ironic? I don't know what their deal is. Uh, we went to the show <laughs> and we were really hoping that it was actually the '90s <coughs> Christian rap group, uh, but it wasn't. Yeah, um, I remember. Yeah, well, that show came out, and I, I looked that up, and I just see <laughs> 90s Christian rap group. Oh! He texted it to me, and he's like, wait, is this really who's playing? I was like, I hope so, but I don't think it is. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think that would have been the greatest thing ever, to just have them in the middle of knife hits and fucking full of hell in the body. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I was just curious. Disciples um, of Christ. I do, I get what you're saying. Yeah. About the um, the decibel level. I I enjoyed it being as uh, brutal as it was, though. There's a certain. It wasn't the things coming out of the speakers that were bothering me. It was the discomfort I was feeling in my brain region. Yeah. And yeah, next time you should actually punch him. Just follow through with it. <laughs> no one's gonna be mad. <laughs> No, no, keep going, keep going. Well, Ron fights. We're all we're all waiting to see Ron get fucking knocked cold. <laughs> He's just been laying there anyway. <laughs> it won't, won't be that big a difference, it, you know. That's how I do. <laughs> just kind of lay there. <laughs> Are we done yet? <laughs> oh wow. No, um. No, seriously. What do we? What do we? What do we, what do we, what do we got next to talk about? With? Phil, what do y'all do? Yeah, what, what are you listening to? What you listen to? Uh, nothing all that new, to be honest. Mm-hmm. We're so week. exciting this week. <laughs> uh, you know, end of the semester is coming up, so it's it's harder to find time to listen to new shit. I uh, have been listening. We have so many fucking good shows coming up in the area that I have been listening to a lot of things, getting you know amped in advance. Because uh, we've got fucking Cruel Hand, Lifeless, Descent. Uh, it's all coming up fucking next week. I'm listening to a lot of Cruel Hand. Because they're fucking awesome. Uh, for anyone who hasn't listened to them, which at this point you should have. I mean, they were even on fucking Warp Tour this year, which is crazy. That's insane. Yeah. Those kids aren't ready for that. I mean, they've been playing This Is Hardcore for the last... They played nine, nine This Is Hardcore Fest in a row. Yes, and that's the crowd going there. Yeah, oh, oh you expect- meant the yeah. Now I mean, I, like the the kids going to Warped Tour. I, don't I think got ready you. For I that. got you. I I misinterpreted that at first. Um, but now it's uh, they're they're fucking awesome. They started out um, more straight hardcore, and as they've progressed, they've started bringing a lot of different elements. Uh, yeah, it was one of the more out of the box groups that I remember from this is hardcore because they were like straight riffing at points like they didn't play this year I saw them somewhere with you I must have been at 
Or did we see them? You're right. I don't think it was as hardcore, though. May not have been. Because that was... this was We were at the church, be... weren't they? Oh, was it the Bane show? Yes. It was the Bane show. Well, okay. So it still holds true that they were, like, the riffiest band of the night. Like, rock and roll hardcore. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, it's cool, man. They bring in a lot of different influences, uh, and they do it really fucking well. Uh, the Negatives was, like, a, a really cool fucking album. Um, so I'm pumped. I'm pumped for that. Always fucking psyched to see Lifeless, because they're fucking unbelievable. Yeah. I'm going to stand back. <laughs> Way back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, um... And uh, God damn it! Speaking, of, we're going on with shows. There's that really good show happening in January. January. Yes. God, which one? There's um, like a bunch of them. Uh, well. There's the full of hell. That's what I'm. Yeah, that's Turbid what I'm North. About, Which actually has a they're not uh, entombed. Uh, AD is like I think the headliner. And then it's oh, full of hell fucking and Tur- Turbid North. Yeah, full of hell and Turbid North. Fuck yes, On I need to see that shit. January seventh, they will be at Kung Fu Necktie. In Philly. Yeah, there's so much shit coming up. Um, December thirtieth, Dag Nasty will be playing the TLA. Uh, the fucking the dudes over at Philly Hardcore. Um, Joe Hardcore, Chris X, and their whole fucking crew are doing a uh, New Year's Eve matinee. It'll be a show earlier in the day, but that shit's gonna be crazy. Dysentery, Iron Price, Ether, Eaten Alive, a couple other bands. Then there's that fucking Entombed show. Uh, January 20th, fucking Jesus Peace, Absolute Suffering, Departed. I think I had to double check. Who the fuck else is on this? Oh, Facebook, why are you such a pain in the dick? Haha, <laughs> look at your precious technology fail. Uh, oh yeah, Garland Green's on that one. Which one? That is uh, January 20th. It's fucking Jesus Peace, Absolute Suffering, uh, Vain, A Life of Torment, Departed, and Garland Green. Oh shit. Yeah, that's a fucking heavy so, ass where's lineup. That? We'll have to be there. That's at uh, Underground Arts in oh. Philly. Yeah, that's. So I that'll like that be a good a one. Uh, I don't know. Mike, were you there when Jesus Peace played the Zarkor? I can't remember if that was Saturday or Sunday. I think that was Sunday. Ah, well, you need to see them. Yeah. Ah, they're fucking. They're heavy. <laughs> Uh, and then speaking of fucking heavy, uh, Code Orange, February 11th, who will be playing with, you want to talk about a mixed lineup, it's them, uh, Youth Code, who I'm not super familiar with, but I, I know not... they don't sound like Code Orange, <laughs> and uh, Nicole Dolenganger, who does this really weird, like, dream poppy sort of shit. Okay. Yeah, it's really cool. Like, I checked it out out of curiosity, because it's... That's one of the weirdest lineups I've fucking I've heard of in a long time. So, and that one's at the church. Really excited about that. 
Nice. Code Orange at the church. Uh, I don't know. Someone's going to die. I'm not going to lie. I still think <laughs> one of the weirdest like lineups of shows I've went to was the opening act was Three Inches of Blood. Then the 69 Eyes came on. And then Cradle of Filth. Yeah, that's really strange. It was, it was a great show because of that, but, like, it was just, like, oh, yeah, we hit three different things right there. Fuck. So I got a couple of bands we could still talk about. Oh, yeah? Because, oh, yeah. Someone... Oh, yeah, you played some, some, yeah. some pretty cool shit earlier. Someone listening to what a lot of stuff. What was that? Tell... Tell all the people about that. Tell all the peoples about the things. All the people. Um, so we were halfway through that uh, Lorna Shore video. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Like Death Corey. I really like that. Yeah. I'm not mad about that at all. <laughs> no, I, I remember writing it down. I must have been like, I do a lot of work like the hour before I pass the fuck out. So those memories were not committed to the banks. <laughs> but now we popped it back on and I was like that is why I wrote that down <laughs> very nice yeah my only gripe with that was the my the, normal gripe with some of the, the, bass, um, the, the overstuffed yeah. double bass Everything yeah the, it didn't have a lot of the natural th- like thwop no not at all it sounded fake I don't know if it sounded fake. It sounded... I'm sorry, I zoned out for a second. Who are we talking about here? The... Uh, was it Lorna... Sure. Oh, Lorna we're Shore. still talking about them. Okay. Yeah, the... <laughs> when the drums are, like, that perfect sounding, almost, it's like... I don't know. It reminds me, like, early core ba- Well, the early metalcore bands. Like, it just, like I said, overstuffed to me is what I think of when I hear that. It didn't quite sound like MIDI triggers or anything. I get what you're saying, yeah. But, so they were cool. Um, oh, yeah, I would still say, even with that, awesome. Yeah, like, like, a, like a blackened deathcore type thing. Does that sound about right? I need to listen a little more, but yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I heard half a song. I really liked that half a song, but I, I don't even remember enough about it to remember why I liked it. <laughs> so I need to listen to more. Okay, so also we listened to half of, or a little bit more than half of the Woes album, Cold Soil. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Um, was that the one that had that fucking cool art on it? That was... All the creepy dudes around, yeah. like the... Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Yeah. That music playing with, with while just staring at that art was awesome. Uh, if I remember correctly, it's four tracks, and they are dark. Yeah, um, it's good shit. Yeah, it's, good. it's like it's pushing my boundaries a little bit because I'm not positive if the one song is completely about hanging himself or not. But like, it it just it pushes some some boundaries. It's definitely like a black and hardcore sound, um, dealing with some dark dark subject matter. So, what uh, what uh, pushed me over to talking about it was there was just such a badass line on the third track um the last thing you will see is my reflection in your eyes or your reflect your reflection in my eye mm-hmm. and it just ends and i was like that's pretty badass so 
Let I me, dig it. Let me pop on their uh, band Campy and see where they hail from. While he's in the midst of doing that, you weren't here last week, and I no. was super bummed because I didn't get to talk to you about Siberian Hell Sounds. Oh, they're what? so good. Siberian Hell Sounds. It's right the fuck up your alley, dude. It's this, like, super abrasive fucking blackened hardcore. It is. It, All right. It's real. It it gets pretty riffy at points. It's real uh, heavy. To, what the fuck was the name of that album? Oh, my God. It's going to drive Sven, me nuts. Svengali? Yes. Svengali? Oh. Are they from Australia? Yes. Yes, they are. Yeah. Yeah, dude, check out Svengali. That shit's fucking heavy. <laughs> they have an, uh, look, Svengali, yeah, they have a, looks like another album that just is Symbols as a name. <laughs> of course. Self-titled. Yeah. A split. Unless this is just, um, like, is that, yeah, by side, yeah. One song. Uh, no, no, it's a no. whole. Uh, it's oh four my tracks. god! It's four tracks, and the four tracks are just these symbols. That is the album name. Uh, so, alrighty. More research needs to be done. And the description is: Rejoice, for the hell sounds are upon you. Rejoice, for I mean, the hell sounds are within you. <laughs> I yes. fucking love it already. I can't yeah, wait to listen to this later. Yeah, whether it was produced or not, that uh, YouTube video going around the Siberian Hell Sounds is fucking creepy. Have you ever heard it? No. Well, I'll put it on after the show, but it's fucking creepy. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't do anything with it's, YouTube. I just checked out the streaming album. Um, I like that album a lot. After we yeah. sat and listened to it. Uh, it definitely like I was on the fence about putting it up for that week, and I'm glad you did. <laughs> yeah, um, totally coincidentally. So we talked about woes. Woes are from. I was just looking at it too. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to be doing while I was talking <laughs> to uh, about Siberia and Denmark, Helsinki. Copenhagen, Copenhagen, Copenhagen. Let me uh, Copenhagen does. Fuck it. Fuck you, Ron. So, uh, third third one up, and uh, the one that I caved and oh. bought was uh, Wolf King. I remember you were sitting there typing in Wolf King, and I was like, well, the name rules. The name ruled. That always helps when you're trolling through Bandcamp. You're like, man, just hope, I hope they're good. Yeah, well, then they'd I would, be good. And then, so I'm reading a dude's comment, and it's like, okay, so here's what dude says. By far one of the most exciting young bands in hardcore, if you consider yourself a fan of bands like Converge, Code Orange, or The Number 12 Looks Like You, and like earwig riffs and athematic catches, you should not sleep on this band. I was like, hmm. Like, <laughs> that sounds sound good. real promising. If you were trying to sell me anything, <laughs> say that shit at me. So then I listened to it, and we all heard the Goldar intro. Yeah. And that was, like, not my favorite. But no. then um, once the music got up and playing, and I saw that it was a lot like Converge number 12, and I would assume Code Orange, I was I the, sold. Like I said, when the dude does the more, like, high vocals, it's awesome. Yes. Those lows, 
I said, like, my first word was like, well, that sounds like Goldar. Yeah, it really kind of broke the immersion. For just... anyone not familiar with Goldar. That means that, okay, um, so in, if you're a 90s kid and you grew up watching Power Rangers. I mean, true 90s, not you were born in the 90s. Yeah. Like, um, you actually grew up in the 90s and remember the first group of Power yes. Rangers. They had a villain, uh, Goldar, who had this, was this hound-like creature that stood, though, on two legs that wore gold Ooh. armor. <laughs> Which is why they called him Goldar. Goldar. <laughs> he sounds like this. Oh! Yeah! Oh, now shit. Now you get it, Ron? All right. Yeah. Imagine Goldar fronting a metal band. For a part he he needs to. He should... So, I'm not sure if I talked about this on the show, but I talked about it with you guys briefly. And honestly, I'm only waiting for either our studio uh, switch or us to officially, like, unpack here. But um, I did get a confirmation, at least from uh, Tommy and Jimmy from Garland Green, to do a interview-type deal. Ooh! So, we're good on that. I'm just waiting on a good time. Bird up. A little bit of stuff to look forward Legalized to. Legalized ranch. <laughs> Where's your sky panel, man? Alright. So. Real quick, just for those who are interested, I'm going to look up Lorna Shore's uh, place of existence. Where they hail from? Yeah, I don't know if I said uh, where the other dudes were from. They were from California. Oh my god, making goddamn racket. Um, I don't know how loud that was, so I'll say again. California. Regular old killdozer. Killdozer <laughs> <laughs> coming through. How is that real? <laughs> it's insanely real. Oh, if, if you build it, they will fall. Oh shit, Lorna Shore is from New Jersey. Oh, word? Word. What up, Lorna Shore? So that's that. Oh, um couple things before we do uh, bring this to a close. Uh, first off, shout out to Wastelands uh, for oh, sharing yeah. our episode. Yeah. Uh, for anyone who doesn't remember, we I, I brought them up on uh, our one of our October episodes. Awesome fucking hardcore from Jersey. But thank you guys uh, for the share. Uh, much appreciated. Uh, also, uh, shout out to my buddy Alex over in, he plays for Cranley Gardens, uh, Deathcore, it's not yeah. something we usually talk a whole lot about, uh, but sh- they have a new lyric video out for their song, I believe, uh, I, fuck, Jesus, I'm sorry dude, fuck, I can't remember geez. the name of the song, oh, I feel geez. terrible, Oh, but I know they have their new EP coming out in February, uh, if someone wants to talk about something real quick, I will find I'll talk all about how you know the ninth layer of hell is reserved for fuckholes like you. You know what, you fucking. <laughs> I um, you I was s- gonna buy Phil some time by by saying uh, a shout out to Anti Citizen for actually having the balls to to shen- shoot us a link and and reach out to us. Yeah, man, man, props for reaching out. Um, Straight up. If anybody else, anybody else listening has a band that wants us to talk about them, you know, shoot us a line. 
We'll That's see what the we thing, can do. man. Uh, yeah, we're 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 always looking for more music. For real, for real, for real. More yeah, music, that, more we're, comments, we're, like anything, really. The fact that we now know we actually have some people listening is fucking balling. And I have, <laughs> so, I have a soft uh, spot for DIY shit, so just letting y'all know. I, as do I, man. I grew up a punk kid more than anything. It's still my my deal, you know. Um, so yeah, I we're How'd we're you find it. We're nice people, unless you're like absolutely garbage. I mean, like, aggressively garbage. Like that dude from Butcher Babies <laughs> garbage? Yeah, oh yeah, if the Butcher Babies send us some shit, um, they better be ready. Or the dude from that Phil and Selma video that we did. <laughs> that motherfucker. Yo, I want him to, like... One of these days, we gotta do, like, a fucking Facebook Live or something, and I want that motherfucker to call us up. I wanna I wanna interact with him. No. Let's, let's rap. Let's <laughs> talk. What's, what's bugging you? <laughs> let's rap. What's Sit really the, the problem, no, Come on. What's, what's no, got you no, down, No, we don't buddy. wanna talk to him, because he'll be trying to convince us that the Holocaust wasn't real. Oh, God. Yeah, seriously. That's okay. That'll be great for me. The truth <laughs> is, the Nazis are the last people to fight the demonic Jew. Like, oh, Jesus whoa, Christ, Brandon. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> hey, guys. But the, uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, Cranley Gardens, their upcoming EP is called House of Decay, and the lyric uh, video is for a song called History of a Drowning Boy. Um, I really appreciate, you know, there's obviously some of the... It, it's a deathcore song, but they managed to avoid, like, going super heavy on any of the cliches, which I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. Appreciate the, the beginning of the song is super fucking thrashy. Um, and give new shit a chance, man. If, if it ain't you, it ain't you, but never hurts to try something different. Definitely. Yeah, you let me hear them uh, a while back. Yeah, yeah I actually, good. uh, yeah, that, that first, um... Was it called like Valley of the Locusts or some shit? Was uh, was actually really good. Again, when someone comes to me and says, "Check out my deathcore band," I'm usually like, "Oh man, we were friends." <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> nah, man, I, I think they're doing some pretty decent shit uh, in Cranley Gardens. So check it out. Let us know what you think. Uh, go like them. Check out their shows. They're playing Jersey all the fucking time. They're opening for Fit for an Autopsy uh, at huh. Champs, <laughs> so may or may not be there. Wear, wear a cup. Yes. <laughs> they kick you in the balls there, literally. <laughs> Champs is... <laughs> they kick you in the balls there. <laughs> the thing, in case you didn't hear. <laughs> the thing I love, I love about Champs is it's like, it's, it's such like, all right. I'm trying to figure out how to say this without sounding like I'm shitting on the place, but it's like it's a hole in the wall, right? But it's that yep. kind of like familiar hole in the wall where like like I walk in there and it feels like I've been in this room a million times because it looks like every like whole stereotypical hole in the wall you like venue you could think yeah, of. Kind of, I guess. I mean, the I've fucking been... ceilings coming down, the yes. walls are slathered in stickers and it graffiti. Is... I've it, been seeing shows know. in the same church basement for like 15 years now. That's yeah. also it. true. Um, and I do also, yeah, like. Honestly, there's. While I will tell people to take caution yes. in any scene, uh, that's, you know, heavy shit's heavy shit, and people react to it differently, uh, especially in different areas. They but will kick you in the balls. I do also it's appreciate true. that um, there's a certain side to the shows at Champs that are still dangerous. 
I'll give them that. It's, it's, look, man, it's, it's in Trenton, dude. Yeah. Well, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, there was a point in time where, like, I was I was going to shows at the halfway house in Philly, and, and it was somewhere around, like, fucking somewhere in the vicinity of, like, 51st and Locust mm-hmm. in West Philly, mm-hmm. and that shit wasn't gentrified at the time, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just, like, I, I don't want... Uh, that to be completely lost because it's it's just a part of the culture, you know. All of these things, uh, yeah, talking I, punk, hardcore, metal, uh, hip hop, like it all comes from a place of of people who are in the shits. You know um, what I mean? Yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I think it was Champs. I remember Jetson playing a a bar in Trenton before and. I remember being there, getting there, looking around, and just going, like, we were outside, like, ah, oh, Jesus, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite fucking champ stories, and you can find this, uh, this, is, this has been written about on the internet from people who were there. Uh, I think it was DRI playing champs, and um, I can't remember the name of the band. It's something like fucking... I don't remember, and you know what? I don't want to remember because I don't want to give them any sort of attention. Uh, but they're an AC Skins band. Oh, yeah. oh, I heard the story. And they, yeah. no one knew what they were about when they mm-hmm. were booked. And as they're playing, they're on with like, all their racist like doing shit. like screwdriver covers and shit. Yeah. And someone went up to them and was basically like, "Yo, you just you need to go." And they started some shit. And apparently, like, some of the crew members got their heads kicked in, and the van got attacked until they managed to finally get out. Um, so, mad props to everyone involved in fucking stomping some neo-Nazis. <laughs> That's always... That is the one group of people. It doesn't matter. Yeah, who you no, are. it's always like, cool to beat up a Nazi. Where it's just like, like everyone it's, has yeah. everyone has a sympathizer, pretty much, except for Nazis. Like, nah, fuck them. Fuck those guys. <laughs> Stomp yeah. them. Give them the boots. It will mediums. always be okay to it, it beat up Nazi. It could be the Nazi most parts. ultimate pacifist. Like, violence is never wrong. Yo, this guy's a Nazi. Fucking execute him. <laughs> yeah, be warning if uh, if any of you motherfuckers are listening. We're still not accepting of your shit in the scene. At all. And oh, yeah. on that note, on that note, on I that do believe note. I see something in the distance, and oh, it is a glorious scene. There are no winners, and the points don't matter. Well, I was going <laughs> to say, it is a glorious scene. I see the bodies, neo-Nazis, <laughs> across, hanging across <laughs> poles. It's getting going, a little dark. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say this is getting a little dark. A little dark. <laughs> a little. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not can, really wait, down. Wait, no, no, this is Frank. It can get darker. Yeah, yeah, wait, let's yeah. wait for it. No, we're not going to get darker, but just know this is a <laughs> sexy kind of dark. <laughs> and I support beatdowns. So now, 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 I'm imagining a, like a cascading horizon of dead Nazis, and then just Frank sitting there with his huge boner. He's like, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And on that note, it is unsafe to. Undo your seatbelts. Good night, ladies. Boom. <laughs> Meatspin.com. <laughs>